to be all of you right now. Fill this place continuously with your presence that we might know you in a better way. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Start off 2019. Uh, it's been a good, good God that's been keeping us through so many years. Trials and tribulations. But one thing still remains is his love. His love never fails. And so we think about the consistency of our God. It's, uh, I want us to kind of reflect on how we need to be with him. Uh, to be co- co- connected and to have the life we really desire to have through him. Uh, that's why we're dealing with the series update now available, download and restart. Uh, today we're going to talk about how you got a new phone and a new network. Uh, so the text to study today is from the sixth chapter of Galatians. Uh, This letter was written to Gentile believers in Galatia who are being attacked by a group who are in opposition of Gentile Christians and are placing a undue hardship upon them, forcing them to be circumcised and to follow the law and not teaching grace and the cross of Jesus Christ. Paul is upset and he is now encouraging them, hallelujah, to walk in obedience and the call they receive from Jesus Christ and not be handcuffed and burdened by the law. Paul is preaching grace to them and writing to them. So we pick up at the end of this chapter, this this sixth chapter here, him emphasizing his last exhortation to them about how they ought to live a changed life from the inside out. Y'all with me there? I'm going to pick up at the 11th verse, the 11th verse. It says this, notice what large letters I use as I write these closing words in my own handwriting. Those who are trying to force you to be circumcised want to look good to others They don't want to be persecuted for teaching that the cross of Christ alone can save. And even those who advocate circumcision don't keep the whole law themselves. They only want you to be circumcised so they can boast about it and claim you as their disciples. As for me, may I never boast about anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because of that cross. My interest in this world has been crucified, and the world's interest in me has also died. It doesn't matter whether we have been circumcised or not. What count is whether we have been transformed into a new creation. Can someone say new creation? May God's peace and mercy be upon all who live by this principle. They are the new people of God. Can somebody say new people? So a new phone and a new network. Follow me here. Uh, Cell phone companies are always searching for new clients. They 
try to attract new clients with a new phone on their network. Have you seen those commercials? Brand new phone when you sign up to our network. But they don't put down all the fine print what's going to happen there. Uh, you're going to get that new phone, but you can't leave anytime soon. And if you do leave, you're going to pay a penalty. Am I talking to somebody here? But yet they lure you in and say, hey, we know you got an old phone. We got the latest, greatest right here. Won't you come on over here? And notice how they share those commercials, right? They always show you another comp- competitor phone not working right. And they show you their one like, no problems here. Check out how good the camera is. Think about it. Cell phones are selling you cameras. And it's, and it's like, there's no longer how well you can talk. It's like, look how great your pictures are at dark. Look at that. No flash needed, right? How, how better you could take your selfie with this phone compared to the other phone. And that's something. They are selling you how you can use this phone, interactive in your life, not just how you can talk to somebody, but yeah, how you can take pictures, you can update social media, you can do all kind of things on your phone but talk. So they catch you in and say, how can you get this new phone and these new accessories on a new network? But here it is that we understand. This is how they catch us. Because you understand you can have a brand new phone, but if you don't have a network, that phone is worth nothing. In order for your phone to be on the network, here's what they tell you, right? If you want to change, they says check to see if you are available to change over. And so then they tell you what you got to do. You might have to get a different SIM card or you might have to get a whole new device to join the network. But what I want to highlight and point out to us what needs to happen is that something has to change in the phone so that it can be connected to the network so that it can be properly be used. Let me help you out how if you didn't follow my illustration, something has to change in you on the inside so you can be connected to the network. All right. The phone is you. The network is Jesus. The SIM card, the chip is the Holy Spirit. And the overall connection is God. And so if you want to be new, you want to be brand new. You got to get in Christ. And once you get in Christ, you're going to find out that you don't have to worry about your coverage. That you got coverage no matter where you go. There's no drop connections. There's no black spots and dark spots where you can't hear anybody having. You can all call on the name of Jesus and you're going to have service available. You don't have to worry about whether it's dark or whether it's light. You got great coverage. And he can take pictures at any time. I talk to somebody because God is always watching. <laughs> He's looking down and seeing how you are doing. And so what makes you great is that you are on a great network that has great connection. And catch this. You got unlimited data. It will never slow down. It will never say you overwent your usage. It will keep on pouring out blessings and blessings. And blessing that the Bible says he'll pour you out a blessing you won't have. Mm. So, so, so do you want to get on this network? So, so here, here's, here's, here's how they tell you, right? Bring in your old phone. 
bring in your old phone, trade it in, and we'll give you a new one on a new network. We need to trade in our old self and get the new self on this new network. All right. Let me get to the text now. I see y'all, y'all, y'all clocked in. Y'all clocked in. So the text tells us circumcision is not salvation. For salvation is only found in Christ through the cross. And so I want us to find out how a life changed, a life brand new, is a life changed on the inside living for Christ. And so here it is that when you have a good phone and you've been changed in your life, don't you like to tell somebody how good it is? That's what Paul's talking about, how I boast in Christ. Y'all, y'all see that there in the text? We boast about what we are proud of and what we want to celebrate. The act of boasting is to give praise and be proud of something. If you believe that it is good and that it is great, you're going to tell somebody else how good it is. Companies, cell phone companies understand that as well. That's why they give out phones to the companies that are working for them at discount rate. So, so, so many people bought the, 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 the latest phones that the other companies started giving phones for free because they were giving discounts. So everybody had that phone, but nobody had the new phone. So they say, we'll give this one for you for free. So they, for now they got, you, you can walk in. I, I, I asked, if you ever buy a new cell phone, you go into the company, ask them how many phones they had. Some of them will tell you they got two because they got the one they bought and the one they got for free. Y'all not hearing me. They, they, they get a free one and say, oh, I might as well use it. I got it for free. I'm going to play with it and see how well it works. And then that's what happens. Then what? If they like it, they'll sell it to somebody else. Oh, I like this phone. It does this. Same way how you go to someone. If they're going to buy something from yourself, they ask you, how do you like it? They want to know how well it is. And so your personal experience sells the product. Here it is that Paul is pointing out, I know Christ. I know how good he is. That's selling the product. I'm going to boast in Christ, not in the flesh. So here it is, the, the Galatians are having people telling them what they ought to do, but they really are really looking out for them. They're, they they says that you ought to be circumcised, which you ought to follow the law, but they don't keep all the law. And so basically they're saying that, Paul is pointing out, they saying that so that they won't be persecuted for the cross sake. But Paul says, I find my joy by, I want to be persecuted for the cross. Y'all see that there in the text? So they're boasting for the wrong things. They're uh, the opponents of the Gentile Christians, those who are not Jews, are pressuring them to be like them and follow the law. We need to be careful of those who are not like you want you to be like them. Because here's a situation we need to be mindful of that God made you and God knows who he wants you to be. And not everybody is in agreement with God. Just because it sounds right how they want you to be, you need to first check, say, God, what do you want me to do? Don't get caught up with all the new stuff that's coming out telling you ought to do this, you ought to do that. But check it out. It may not be good for you. You know how. Uh, someone would tell you to wear this and dress this, and you say, all right, you put it on, but you find out that you don't look right. Wearing the same stuff everybody else is wearing don't fit you the same way. Uh, you know, somebody else can tell you definitely how you can do this with your hair. 
and then you do it and then your hair fall out. Or the color came out the wrong color. Supposed to be blue, it came out orange. Y'all quiet on me. I've seen people try stuff for themselves that other people are doing and it didn't work out right. Now they're upset. Be happy who God has made you to be. Let God show you who you, He wants you to be. Don't let opponents pressure you to do things you later will regret. See, people in this world aren't really looking out for you, but they're looking out for you, and they can tell somebody, say, look what I made them do. I, I got these followers, and they follow me because I told them what to do. That's, that's why people like to update and do Photoshop on their pictures on social media to say, look how many followers I have. They really don't care about you as long as you like them. But don't call them if you need some. Then they'll block you. But Paul says, I, I see my power coming from the cross. Y'all see that there in the text? He says, and even those who, who advocate circumcision don't keep the whole law themselves. They only want to be circumcised so they can boast about it and claim you as their disciples. As for me, may I never boast about what? Anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Aren't you glad? Notice what he says, because of that cross. And there's something there I, I, that, that, got, that gets me there. The cross stands for the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So the cross represents Paul's faith in Jesus. The cross represents a lifestyle change for the Lord. The cross speaks of dying to this world and living for the Lord. Y'all cast all that. Let me go back over again. The cross represents Paul's faith in Jesus. The cross represents a lifestyle change for the Lord. The cross speaks and, and symbolizes a world that we are dead to, and it symbolizes a life we are alive to. Only got a few amen. I said they got the whole church saying amen. Let me speak on this a little bit longer. Look what he says here. He says, because of that cross, mm, the cross changed him. We are changed because Christ has changed us. He, he points out in earlier in the same later letter, Galatians second chapter, verse 20, saying, my old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And then I like this last part, how he points out. He says, so I live in this earthly body by trusting in the son of God. This is the part I like. Who loved me and gave himself for me. Oh, hallelujah. He's pointing out that I no longer live for me because me is selfish. But I live for the unselfish one who loved me and died for me. And so though I may be in this earthly body, it's been crucified. And, and when he says it's been crucified, he's understanding it's gone through a horrific, horrible death. I think sometimes we allow ourselves to forget how Jesus died. He did not pass away in his sleep. Uh, it was not a natural death. In all actuality, it was a murder. It was a torture, but yet he chose to go through that so that we might have life. 
I don't know about you, but I've been to times where I had choice to choose whether it be a painful way or a less painful way. I've always tried to find out what's the least painful way. I went to go see the doctor about some wisdom teeth. And he was, he looked at it, he says, you sure you won't go through because I might have to put you under because it's deep into your bone. I said, I'm ready. He says, you sure? Because I'm going to have to cut and saw. He's letting you know, like, you, you can go through what you want. I'm ready to do it, but you're going to be in pain. And I said, you know what? I'll reschedule. <laughs> he was, he was too descriptive of what he was about to do to me. I like, nah, I won't be up for that. I'll come back. I said, well, can you put me? He said, no, because you let me know. I can't put you under now. You got to reschedule. But he said, look, I'm ready for it now. So, so all the tools right there. But to put me on something, to put me asleep, that's going to take other time. And so here it is that I was looking on easy way out. Jesus didn't look for the easy way out. He knew he was going to be turned in, turned over by his friend. He knew he was going to suffer and, and be beaten and lied on and go through a kangaroo court. But yet he knew this, that he was going to defeat death and rise, hallelujah, on the third day. And he knew he'd be exalted, see, at the right hand of the Father so that you and I might call on his name and know the power of salvation. So he was willing to go through mess so that we could be blessed. And so Paul realizes that you are ashamed of the cross, but I know because of that cross, my life has been changed. Is there anybody testimony here today that you, your life has been changed by the cross? And so therefore you too are crucified to this world. You have killed yourself. You have killed your flesh, your desires. That's what it's talking about here, that you're no longer living for this world, but you're living for Jesus. So that when you can say silver and gold, I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold, you wouldn't be lying. Y'all quiet on me. I hear the nerve right there. Somebody said, I like my jewelry. I'm not going to give that up right now. Here in this situation, it's not talking about you got to give it up right now, but would you give it up? See, when, when push comes to shove in our lives, that's when everything stops. I, I, I know you work with people. That share their vacation time and their leave. They're always at their job. But when crisis hit their house, they're not at job anymore. It became a priority that I ain't going to be at my work. I got to be at home. Leave runs out. They still don't come in. I won't get paid. I got to be at my home. Y'all quiet on me. Y'all haven't met any people like that that realize that I'd rather be at home than be because they, they realize that it's more than getting a paycheck. If my house is falling apart, I got priorities I got to place. When we have proper priorities, we place it and realize that Lord shall provide some way, somehow. But I got to be here. I got to take care of my children. I got to take care of my spouse. I got to take care of whoever it is. And so we understand that when things get right, we realize what I'd rather have. I'd rather have this than have this job. I'd rather have this than this fancy tool or gadget. We realize that when you get in a car accident, you'd rather have your life than that car. Would you rather that car be all good and you be dead? Y'all quiet on me. That some of us be driving that new car that you like so much, but you can't get into it no more? No, you'd be happy to walk around and say, I don't got that car anymore, but I'm still here. 
And so we look at when we understand what matters most is, is am I connected to the right network? Notice that he says that I, I'd rather be dead to this. I want to trade in my old phone and get my new phone. Uh, and I realize that I want to get connected, so I need some power. And that's where we get the Holy Spirit that comes in us. That's our SIM card. That's that chip that connects us to the network. And, 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 and you know how the Holy Spirit works, That just like the SIM card. You don't know how that SIM card works. You just know you got to put that little thing in. And they say, no, you all of a sudden you got self-service. Y'all quiet on me. Now, how that, it's amazing. You can have that phone. looks all brand new, right? But if there's no chip in there, you're not making any phone calls. You're not getting any of that good downloadable service that you want to get. It says no sim. Let you know you got no action. As soon as you put that bad boy in, you call them in. They activate. You say you're good to go. You yes. When you call on the name of Jesus, hallelujah, you get activated. You get good to go in the power of the Holy Spirit. And so you're now going to live for the Spirit and not live for this world. So it's... As Paul says, it's no longer I, it's no longer we who live, hallelujah, but it's Christ who lives in us. So we should see we are new in the Lord and take on this new life because this old network is dead. You, how, how many of you have old phones at your house you forget that you got until you look in that junk drawer? It's like, why are you still here? Because they have no use to you, so you don't have them around. You don't put them in your pocket to get confused with your working phone. You leave that bad boy at home. But you make sure you got your new one, new accessory, new charger, all that other stuff, new ear, ear Bluetooth, whatever you got, right? Ready to go. Here it is. That if you have the old phone, right, it's not going to work with the new phone. So you leave the old alone. Same thing in our lives. We got to leave the old, old alone. Let it go and walk in newness. Walk with a new attitude, a new mind of Christ. So it, it doesn't matter whether we've been circumcised or not. What counts is whether we have been transformed into a new creation. Just like a new phone on a new network, it works better and faster than the old one. We too will be better and faster mm, in Christ. So Jesus' network is our relationship with God the Son that connects us to God the Father. The new phone is our new life in Christ, disconnected from this old world and connected to God through the spirit of God through Jesus Christ. So we need to show how we have been changed from the, can somebody say inside out? We need to live a life transformed for the glory of the Lord. For we were created to worship him. We were created in his image. And we become something new in Christ. You know, the text here says a new creature. We become something new. I, I want to help you out that we fully don't know what we have become until he comes back again. Then we'll have a new body. And this new body will be called up to be with God with all those who died before us. That's something brand spanking new. Hallelujah. But yet something's on the inside that's changed us. And we got something new on the inside. And what's new on the inside is that Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And that Holy Spirit claims us until God comes back to get us and make us fully in his likeness. Because we know Adam messed it up, but Christ came and cleaned it up. And so in Christ alone, we find our freedom. We find our salvation. We find our true purpose in him. And so 
even those who advocate circumcision don't keep the whole law themselves. They only want to be put to want you to be circumcised so they can boast about you. Paul is pointing this out to us to remind us that don't get caught up with those telling you how to live for the flesh, selfish life, prideful lives, egotistical lives. Be careful that you're not one of them. That you become a stumbling block to other Christians trying to follow Christ. I lost somebody. Some of y'all didn't say, that's not me. Here it is that these people, too, had good intentions. They thought, I'm going to help you follow by doing it like this. We need to be mindful that we study the word of God for ourselves. That's why I have our Bible over. That's why I have the scripture. I want you to find. I'm not going to lie to you. It's right there in the Bible. And if you study for yourself, rather I'll preach it to you. You can read it on your own. We hope you come to the same conclusion. Find the Holy Spirit telling us that it's by grace we are saved, not by the law. So you can keep the law all day, twice on Sunday, but if you don't know Jesus, you won't have an entry. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so we have to know him. We have to pursue him. We have to love him. We have to honor him. We have to submit our life to him. Christ said it this way, that what does a man profit to gain the whole world but loseth his soul? We must give up our life. For the gospel's sake, and we shall save. <clears throat> we'll live in a new relationship with God. And look how Paul blesses us at the end. Y'all see that there? Verse 16, right there. May God's peace, hallelujah, and mercy be upon all who live by this principle. And that's something? May his blessing, the benediction he gives here. May God's peace and mercy. Be upon all who live by this principle. They are the new people of God. See, we are new in God. And when you're new in God, you are blessed with his grace, his mercy, his peace. I'm going to read the last two verses here. From now on, don't let anyone trouble me with things, for I bear on my body the scars that I, I so belong to Jesus. Dear brothers and sisters, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. I, I want to read that last part because here's the blessing. Paul understands there's a blessing when you surrender to Jesus. And, and he's understanding that even though I surrender to Jesus, I got marks on my body. And, and this is where we get the word stigma addict from, stigma, because he's talking about he has signs, brand marks of Christ on his body. Some suggest that he was crucified and he survived. But also some suggest that he's been beaten up so many times he got marks all because of Christ. If you don't know, go read Acts. They stoned him, took him out the city, thought he was dead. He walked right back to that same city preaching Christ. There's another account. Someone told him, don't you go there. They will bind you up. He took Paul's belt, bound himself up and say, this will happen to you. Paul took his belt back and said, so let it be. I got to go preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Do you understand? Paul understood. I'd rather suffer for the cross sake than be humiliated for God's sake than live for my sake. So make us peace. And mercy be upon all who live by this principle. Y'all see that there? He understood that though I'm going through this, I still got peace. And it's by his mercy. 
and, and here's, here's the situation. If we look at our lives, we've been living for Christ. Hallelujah. Some of us have been living for Christ shorter than we've been alive. And yet God's still going to give us eternity. Ooh. I'm so glad God does not go by seniority. Ooh-wee. I, I, I know we in the church right now, we got some saints that have been some saints some 60 years. And I've known the Lord less than that. Been alive less than that. But yet he's still going to give us eternity just the same. Because all who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so it don't, it don't matter how old your phone is. He's got a new one for you. Hallelujah. It don't matter how bad your old network is. You can still have access to the new network and be connected. to. Hallelujah. So, so, so you have been changed by the blood of the Lamb. And now live for the Lord. Live as his people in a new covenant. Know his peace and his mercy. Know the principle of boasting in the cross. Being brand new and dead to this world, but alive in Christ. And just like every new phone has a new operating system and software network, be ready for the update. And when it says download and restart, be ready to download and restart. Y'all remember how to download and restart? And, you know, download first. You got to check in that file and, and, and get turned over to God and say, Lord, I want to receive. And that's praying to God, whatever you have for me. And allow the Holy Spirit do his work. It will renew you. It will refresh you. It will restart you. That you will be operating on that new network. Hallelujah. Faster and better. But yet you first got to trade in your old to get your new. And you can do that every day because every day we need the Lord to help us out. And brand new grace and mercy, hallelujah, can meet us day after day. Let us turn to our God.